Hello, and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I'm your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear after some rambling. My name is Jack. Hi, how you doing? Boy, we're, uh, we're really moving towards the, uh, the end of the year, huh? Pretty quick. It's coming up. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I haven't had mashed potatoes in a while, and I'm just so excited to make them. <laughs> they're simple, they're creamy, they're buttery. Yum, 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 yum. Gonna make a duck again this year. Very excited for American Thanksgiving. Only a couple weeks away, so it's on my mind. My mouth's already watering just thinking about it. Ah! Mm. And you're thinking, I wish I could come too. Yeah, you do. You do. It's really tasty. And then the cat gets to eat so much duck. Oh, you know, it's a shame because I know you want to eat it too, but it's very, very good. I think we're going to do the whole thing, make the gravy out of the giblets again, uh, the walnut cranberry uh, casserole with the green beans. Yum, 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 yum. Um, I've been eating a lot more produce lately. I, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the cost of goods is, uh, is going up for everybody. The cost of food is, is really unusual. Eggs will be $4 a dozen. Uh, one week, $2 a dozen the next, and $6 a dozen the week after that. What's going on? Don't know. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of shuffle, you know? There's a lot of make and do. There's a lot of make and new plans. And, well, I kind of excel at that, to be perfectly honest with you. So I don't know what it is, but lately I've been getting real lucky with cans of produce. And you can get a whole can of produce... And I, I try and get them with no salt, but you can't always get that. But like an entire can, which is about a pound, you can still get them for 50 cents, you know, if you get them on sale. So I've been eating just, I've discovered that I don't really, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is about my tongue and healing and whatever else is, is going on with me as I, as I move through life. But... I just now love opening up like a can of produce and just chucking it into my mouth. Just literally, I know it's not sexy, but just deal with it. It's the first of, of several things you're not going to find sexy. Just deal with it. Uh, I just drink the produce. Now, I let the liquid out, but I just open up the can. Rinka, 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 rinka. Put the, put the tin in the, the garbage immediately because I know I'm going to eat the whole can. Why would I not eat the whole can? Look at the size of me. Of course I'm going to eat the whole goddamn thing. It's a lot of these cans of produce only have like 150 calories in them total. Of course I'm going to eat the whole can. How could I not? And so I'll just drink them, especially if it's like peas or something, or carrot slices, or beet slice, anything that's sliced up. I just open up the can, I take the liquid out, throw the tin away, throw the top of the tin away, and just use the can like a cup and just all, all, all. Right? I just eat them, and I've discovered that I can eat any produce like this unless I really find it objectionable, like it's french fries. Like, nobody would think twice if they saw me shoving, you know, two to three times as many calories worth of french fries. Bullshit, bullshit calories, right? Just, ah, ah, ah. no one would think twice. But you walk down the street, you chuck some peas into your mouth, you drink, you drink a can of... You drink, <laughs> you drink a can of asparagus tips, and people lose their fucking minds. So, you know, I've, I've discovered that about myself. Just trying to eat healthier and healthier and healthier. Uh, I'm coming up on about two years, I think, of doing the, uh, the oat shake 
every day, every morning, more or less. Uh, I've had at least like 600, 700 of them at this point. And, you know, uh, I'm just trying to change things up a little bit, trying to get some more produce in there because I, I do love them. I do have them every day. But I am trying to get different fruits in and different veggies in and just, you know, different nut butters in. Anything I can to, to keep switching it up. Uh, oatmeal comes in variety packs, in the U.S. at least. Comes in variety packs of, like, you can get as little as, like, 12 oatmeals. Like, little packets of oatmeal for instant oatmeal. And there'll still be, like, 12 flavors. <laughs> it's like a real variety pack. Because it's like, yes, yes, yes. You're gonna eat your oatmeal every morning. But you're gonna get fucking sick of it. We know. So. <laughs> There's some foods where there's too many flavors of them, and oatmeal is not one of them. Uh, but it, it's it's been good. Uh, a part of me thinks that I'm cheating with the canned veggies and the frozen bags of veggies uh, when I get them. And I should be cooking more and using knives more and that sort of thing. And the other part of me says, fuck that guy. Like, if you're really just chucking some green beans down your throat, like a whole can of green beans, you're like, I'm hungry. And then you choose to eat a can of green beans. I could eat anything. Steakhouse is right down the street. McDonald's is right up the street, no matter what street you're on, goddammit. And I'm choosing to eat green beans. This has got to be a fundamental change. It wasn't like a decision, right? I didn't think about, like, one day I'm like, oh, I'm just going to eat green beans until I look like the fucking rock. No, I just started doing it, and it's great. It's really, really great. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's more or less what's up with the nutrition and uh, the physiology and all the rest. Everything else is pretty much the same as usual, but that's the big change I've been making, I've noticed. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm much more produce-based. I'm definitely not a plant-based diet guy. I fucking love meat, and I fucking love dairy. But, you know... You get one can of produce in for lunch. You get one can of produce in for a snack. That's two pounds of fucking produce, right? I'm talking veggies here. I'm not talking fruit. There's no corn syrup, right? I'm not talking about Del Monte fruit cocktail bullshit. I'm talking some real fucking nutrition here, baby. Uh, <laughs> right? You put that on top of the two pounds of oats and chia seeds and banana and whatever the fuck else I'm having that morning, Right? We're talking about the first three pounds of food that I eat a day are plant-based, vegan, and good for you. And then, of course, I want a fucking T-bone or something after that. Come on, man! I'm still alive! For now. <laughs> Alright. And now to piss off fans of Lord of the Rings. Chicken soup for my little nerdy... Bad childhood soul. I got teased and bullied a lot. That's This is not going to be a bad story. Uh, and one of the things that frustrates me to no end when I think back, I've like, I largely let it go. But occasionally, like, a franchise like Warcraft will pop up. And I'll remember being bullied for liking Warcraft. And that's, that's the typical way that it goes. And I just, like, water off my back, of course. We were all kids and blah, blah, blah. And nerds took over the world since then and yada, yada. That's not the point. The point is, sometimes the nerds would tease me for not being their kind of nerd. And that hurt. When the guys that you go to the library with to play mech warrior and battle tech and shit, 
you know, and Shadowrun, and pen and paper games, and, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and shit, make fun of you, right? That hurts. That sticks with you. And nothing has ever excluded me from nerd culture quite as much as my absolute hatred of Lord of the Rings. Do you mean the books or the movies, Jack? Yes. Because I think the books are shittily written, just terrible, terrible writing all the way through, and I think the movies are tedious and boring, and the further you go on, the worse it is. The worst thing about the first movie is horse water, which I can't get over to this day. Anybody who thinks horse water is cool in the Fellowship of the Rings, I'm sorry. You're wrong. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. I'm going to cast a spell to get rid of the Nazgul. Horse water! And it works. Now here's my fucking question. People get mad when you mention the eagles because it's a huge fucking plot point and they can't handle it. So they have to pretend that Sauron had a fucking anti-aircraft... <laughs> system that was capable of taking eagles down, when today we barely have the ability to take eagles and falcons down if you're sitting on the fucking ground. What are you talking about? We find it hard to fucking photograph those things today! The orcs are dumb! The eagle plan would clearly fucking work! Sauron does not have anti-aircraft fire, nor would he invent it. Get out of here with that shit, all right? The eagle plan works, but you have to accept that Lord of the Ring nerds can't accept that there is anything wrong with their horrible, stupid series, and therefore you have to go, okay, I guess the eagles don't work. Why the fuck couldn't you just horse water your way all the way down? You seen a map of that thing, Middle Earth? Rivers everywhere. Half the fucking elf kingdoms have river in their name. You can't just horse water your way through. You can't take a boat. In the third fucking movie, they show all the evil men. Oh, the evil men have now joined Sauron. And you know how they join them? On fucking barges. And you got, I have to say, better plan. Better fucking plan. There's going to be something like, oh, there would be orcs. There'd be orcs. And the orcs would have rocks, and they'd throw the rocks, and you can't... She has magic horse water power. She can make the magic horses bounce the rocks away. You got a dam? She summons a giant magic water horse. That breaks through it. Why the fuck can't you just take horse water straight down? You get, it's a four-hour fucking series that way, and that's why you can't do it. So, besides horse water, I'm pretty okay with Fellowship of the Rings besides, you know, all the dialogue and all of the uh, characterizations are terrible uh, and it's really boring. Uh, and what I think is probably the greatest, most offensive thing in literature that people pretend is good, uh, you know, a, <laughs> a dwarf and an elf kill like 50 people apiece. They're not people, though, so it doesn't count. And they don't get tired. They don't get sweaty, they don't get dirty, they have zero remorse, and they make jokes and smile, or do the racial equivalent of smiling the entire time. Any other story does something like, just imagine like an FBI agent and an MI6 agent pulling out guns and shooting 50 Russians apiece in an open field and being like, ha ha, I got that one in the head. 
That's the stupidest fucking shit you'd ever seen in your life and you'd know it. But if you put little elf ears on somebody, I told you, if you like Lord of the Rings, you just need to keep moving. I hate that shit. Little elf ears on somebody, you make somebody go, I'm a dwarf, I'm cranky, except when I'm killing. Then apparently it's great storytelling, right? So the further you get from, from the beginning of the Fellowship of the Rings, which is, okay, here's the quest. You're going to go here, you're going to take this there, and that's that. That's the whole plan. That's our whole plan, baby. And then after that, watching how they execute the plan becomes much more and more and more tedious, to the point that eventually a ghost army shows up, and it's boring. <laughs> so I have always hated Lords of the Ring. The books are not well written. I'm sorry, the characters are dumb, and as a dyslexic child who didn't have the internet to look things up, I did think Sauron and Sauramon were the same guy. Uh, the names were too similar, and they're both evil, and they're both involved with orcs. Oh, sorry, Urakai. So it was very confusing to me. It's like, well, well, just go to the tower and kill him then, for God's sakes. This is confusing to me. This... I've been beaten up. I had a girlfriend complain and complain and complain to me and make me watch the fucking extended editions of the trilogy. Oh, terrible. So what has given me such life? What's putting this smile on my face that I'm willing to take the slings and arrows from the goddamn fandom of the Fellowship? I'll tell you. And I mean just chicken soup for the nerd soul. Just nourishing. Just oh, oh. Can't get enough. I'm reading hate critiques about the Lord of the Rings show, which I've now read enough of that I have to watch it. I'm so curious as to what people are talking. I have this image in my head. I'm like, what are you talking about? That sounds even worse than I'd ever imagined. Uh, so maybe, maybe one day I will, just as like a, just like as a hate binge. <laughs> but the greatest thing about it is. I mean, the greatest thing about it is if you, if you deprive yourself of the context intentionally, like if you just ignore that for a minute of, of what they're talking about, it sounds like these people are critiquing the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy, the book trilogy. It's so great. The critiques are always like, these characters are wooden and one-dimensional. Uh-huh. 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 You, you mean like two guys whose only purpose is to sit around and talk about food for three movies? Really, really, really one-dimensional, right? Or like a guy who's all like, I'm, I'm the sour grumpy guy. Guess what? I'm going to turn on you. Uh, yeah, great characterization there. Uh, Gandalf is such a great ca Doesn't everybody think Gandalf's a great character the way that he... And then he also... Uh, Oh, and then there's that one time he, uh... Oh, and then he comes back from the dead and he's perfect. So, you know, that's a great character, right? Everybody loves it when that happens in a story. Uh... <laughs> the characters are so wooden. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This, this world is so big and filled with so many people, and yet nobody seems to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I'm right. The hobbits are annoying. The, the, their, their mindset has no bearing to do whatsoever on the story. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I agree. Absolutely. Oh, and the dialogue. Oh, it's so wooden, the dialogue. Oh, I can't stand it. Yes, it's, it's like too little butter spread over too much bread. <laughs> right? It's really wooden and, like, absolutely terrible sounding. <laughs> like, kind of wants to sound like Shakespeare, but, like, someone's saying it off book in the 1700s? Late 1700s? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of something. I can't, I can't say what. And the best thing about it is when people start critiquing this stupid fucking world, because I don't want to get too into it with you, I tried to like this shit. I really did. My dad made me read it, right? He was the first bully that was like, you don't like this? Well, then you're not smart, actually, because smart people like Lord of the Rings. Uh, and, like, lots of nerds said that to me over the years. Again, a big significant relationship uh, partner said that to me, uh, more or less. Like, you don't actually have good taste, because if you did, you'd like these movies. And she was not joking. <laughs> That's how adamantly the fans of this fucking thing defend it. It blows my mind. Because I love Breaking Bad. I do. I love Breaking Bad. I have rarely seen a better story. And it just hooked me season after season after season. And then the ultimate ending was just so great. And when somebody says they don't like Breaking Bad, it's like, you're fucking missing out. <laughs> you're fucking lost. More blue meth for me. I don't care. I'm not going to try and convince you. I don't give a shit. You can like what you like and don't what you don't. Doesn't work that way with this fandom. And so just watching them talk about how... It's like, hey, man, like on forums and like articles and shit, it's like, I gotta admit, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm definitely not reading no on. So like, I have a question. Where are these angels coming from? And <laughs> why are there, are, why aren't the other angels stopping them? And like, wh why are they coming down when they do? And then the answers that are given by the nerds who have to now defend the original source material. If you don't know this, in the Lord of the Rings universe, the world is literally flat for a while. Hold on, let me say that again. The actual lore, this is the stupidest fucking shit in the universe. This is stupider than flat earth in real life. The lore of Lord of the Rings is there's nothing, then someone sings it into existence, and then people forget the song, so the song changes. But literally, while human beings and orcs and wizards and hobbits, whatever they're calling them in the stupid rings of power back then, I don't care, are walking the world and farming and, like, all the rest. <laughs> the world's literally flat. Not figuratively. God, the God, I mean, not really, he's not really God, but, like, the God who made the planet, <laughs> who sang it into existence, which 
I like to think that he he scattered it into a distance. I like I like to think that the song goes like a bit up, boot up, a bar up, a bit up, right? Like I thought a lot about like what the song would sound like. It's like, oh, it's a good thing he chose an upbeat song with a lot of rhythm, because like what what if he sang it like like a heavy metal song or something? Apparently, he got real tired, or, or, or he didn't have breath control, or whatever. And he, he is a he with a dick and everything, because, of course, if you're a god, you need to have sexual organs. And he got real tired of something, and he's all like, uh, oh, fuck it. And he, he just didn't sing the third dimension, right? He just didn't sing the curvature into the planet. He made it a flat disc, which is fine. Up until this point, I'm actually 100% fine with that. You're gonna... You, you're gonna have a god make a world? I'm totally okay with that world being a disc. 100%. Not fucking around, no sarcasm. I'm alright with that. Where it gets fucking hilarious to me is some time after this. There's people walking around. They've built infrastructure. There's some degree of science. They have pottery. They have masonry. Uh, they have metallurgy, right? They have husbandry. They've domesticated animals, right? We're talking about people who through some, whatever you want to call it, have some kind of scientific method, right? Like, not what we would use as the scientific method, but they have some kind of scientific method going on to advance society. Yes? Okay. I ask you, what the fuck do you think their astronomers and wise men would do? Or even just their merchants or their sailors or whatever. Because sometime after the Second Age and before Frodo comes on the scene, someone sings the third dimension into the planet and it becomes a globe. One more time. God made a disc. And then many, many, many eons later, someone else is all like, oh, oh, God didn't sing this part, right? And then, and then they, <laughs> and then they make the world three-dimensional. As Douglas Adams talks about at the beginning of the Hitchhiker's Trilogy, this must have been a huge mistake, right? There must have been a lot of angry letters written. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you're sitting there. You've got all the stars charted out because you're on a fucking disc. You're all seeing the same stars and everything. It's not like planet Earth where you look up at different parts of the sky and you see different stars. Right? It's a disc. So you see, <laughs> you see the same fucking stars no matter where you are. Right? This is very, very helpful if you're a sailor or if you're in a caravan or something. And then all of a sudden you hear, or maybe you don't hear, because I'm not clear on if, if humans or mortals can hear the music. But just pretend you're sitting there, and then you hear an angel go like, Right? Because that's what angels sound like. And then you actually have to like look up and watch the stars like shift and change, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And all of a sudden, like, you've got different textures and shit. Like, and I don't know if you know this, but the Earth bulges in the middle. Planets bulge in the middle. If there's enough gravity, gravity's pushing down on all parts equally. So it kind of makes a little bulge in the middle happens. The Earth is widest 
around the equator because of the forces of gravity pushing on the sphere, right? So that had to happen. Imagine you fucking live there. You live on what used to, you didn't have to have a name for it before. Why would you call it the equator? You could call it the divide. You can call it the middle. You wouldn't call it the equator because it's not a globe. All oh, the sun, fuck man. All oh, the sun, holy shit. Fucking mountains popping up. What if you were traveling by the stars? Someone sings their th- fucking little song, right? You watch the stars change. It's like we're always like, I have no fucking clue. I have no idea. Shit. Shit. <laughs> this, this is the kind of thing you cannot say to a Lord of the Rings fan. They get so angry that the base concepts of this universe are such high nonsense. And I can't stop. I can't stop. I hope the rings of, they say the rings of power is going to go for five years. <laughs> we'll fucking see. But all I can say is, I hope beyond hope they keep getting weirder and bigger with the lore, right? Like, I hope eventually we get down to not only, like, (laughs) more than anything at this point, just from what I've read, I hope there's, like, a backstory for the Balrog and shit. Because if you don't know, the Balrog's an angel, too. That's right, the Balrog's an angel. That's right, Gandalf and the Balrog are both fucking angels. They both fall down a pit, Gandalf comes back more popular, uh, more powerful. I guess both. Uh, why'd the Balrog not fucking come back? Right? Let's show that story. Show the story of the Balrog come back like, oh, god damn it. Does he come back stronger too? I want to see the Balrog's backstory or after Lord of the Rings and, like, pick it up. Like, Better Call Saul. It's like, this is what happened before, and this is what happens after. Yeah. Show the Balrog working at a paper mill or some shit. Right? (laughs) Show the Balrog uh, using his giant flame whip to, like, like do, like, a, a, a suburban... Uh, Iditarod, you know? He's got a bunch of, like, devil dog wargs and shit. It's like, this is what I do now. I'm retired. (laughs) Tolkien didn't have to fight with people on the internet. He didn't have to get peer-checked. He didn't have to have, like, publishers talking about, like, oh, well... What level of realism we're talking about? At one point, someone sings a volcano into existence. Okay, someone sings a planet into existence. All right. They sing the planet into three dimensions. That's the basic law. I don't think anybody who didn't think about this is really thought about eagles and if they're capable of dropping something from a high distance. Because they are... (laughs) He just didn't think about it. Oh, by the way, just in case you didn't know, in Lord of the Rings, the eagles are angels too. That's right. The eagles are also angels. Who's not an angel? Only everybody important who has a name. Okay, that is enough of me complaining about Lord of the Rings. May the rings of power reign on and on and on. May Sauron have a vagina in it. Pretty, 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 please.
<laughs> and and may they and may Sauron at one point, whoever they may be in the rings of power, because I don't give a shit, at one point just go ah! and then grow a penis. That's right. Why not? Why the fuck not? I'd do it. Try me. That's the law, babies. Alright. That that's enough of me teasing you if you like those stories. Do you want to hear what's next? I know you do. It's a story, and I promise, if it's got teasing in it, it won't be nearly as vicious. Oh, you want me, do you? Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? I don't... How, how could I know? See... I have this little indicator that points up when you know that I want you, but you're just saying you want me. Oh, you'll say anything. Mm-mm. I've, I, I've, got, a, I've got a beat on you. I, I figured you out. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. I have figured you out. I know exactly what's going on right there. You'll say anything to get what you want. Well, sure, you want it, and you want me, but do you want, want me, or do you just want me? Because if you just want me, that doesn't make me feel wanted, but if you want, want me, oh, then I'll want you. <laughs> you love it. You absolutely eat it up with a shit-eating grin. No, my friend, you like that I tease you. For one... It shows you that I still have enough neurons operating even when the blood is flowing, which is already very attractive to you. But for two, I think you like having to strut your stuff. Hmm, I think it's nice. I think you like it. Now, maybe you've got lingerie or something on underneath that outfit, but something tells me you're just a little too casual and comfortable for that right now. So I'm going to play the odds and say, just because that pussy is burning don't mean I'm burning up for it, baby. Mm-mm. How does that feel? Mm-mm. Turned on and no place to go. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? Oh, here's the horrible thing about being you right now. I can make that heart pound so hard you can feel it in your little pussy lips. <gasps> oh, I know. And that's just aggravating. And even if you walk out the room right now in a huff, I know exactly how hard it'll be burning. See, the rejection, mm-mm, that would turn you off. But if I just play coy, you'll just want to grab a pillow and scream into it. And I can make you do that too. But... You have to show me that you want me. Mm -mm. I didn't say touch me, I said show me. Ooh, your face when I slap your hand away. Uh-uh, I know you want to feel this body. I want to feel this body all the time. I do it all day. I stroke my own chest and thighs all over. <laughs> I like it, too. I have a lot of fun with it. Mm hmm. You like it, don't you? I've been taking such good 
care of myself. I'm always so well hydrated. I'm working out. I'm in shape again. Mm, 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 mm. Look at me. Oof, no wonder you want to eat this all the way up. Uh oh. You gonna do it? You gonna be good? You sure? Because here's the thing. I envy you just a little too much to give in. That's right. You heard me. I envy you just a little too much. Mm, you ever think that Freud might have been projecting in that every straight man has vagina envy? Gay men... Well, I have to admit, that wouldn't really add up on this one for me. But every straight man, as far as I can tell, even the the bigger the misogynist, the more true it is. They envy the power that women have over them. Not men, them. They envy what that pussy can make them do. Mm-hmm, we do. And I'm no different. I'm just a little better at channeling it. I also don't like what you can make me do for you. So, is it really upsetting to you that I'm just going to reverse it a little bit when I can? <laughs> when I can make your pussy burn up for me, why shouldn't I play? Why shouldn't I have fun? I already control it, I'm just not touching it. How does that feel, to be talked about that way, to be put in your place like that? Does it feel good? Does it feel right? Do you enjoy it? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, 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 look at you so frustrated. I'm not sure you're hearing me. If you want me so much, you need to show it. Because I envy that pussy, not just the power it has over me. Uh-uh. I can't come like you. I have a maximum throughput. You don't, or if you do, it is merely theoretical. So how about this? How about your shy little ass? Or at least shy when I stare right at your body like this. How about you show me you want me. Show me. Uh-uh. I could get your lips on my dick any time. I could tell you what to do and you wouldn't even roll your eyes. I said, show me. Mm. Take off your clothes. I said, take off your fucking clothes. You're going to take it all off, every shred, all of it. And then you're going to place your ankles hard against the ground and not lift them, but spread them apart. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to spread them apart, and you're going to give me everything. You hear me? You're going to show me that you want me, and how badly. And if, and only if, I believe you, maybe you can get this dick. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Show me. Uh-uh. 
Come on. Don't you even try and guss it up. Don't you fucking cover your eyes or look away. I won't make you stare into my eyes the entire time because that's too intense. You'll fall the fucking love all over again. But you can't look away. Mm -mm. Where's the fun in that? You make me maintain eye contact when I'm pursuing you. Now you have to do the same. Now you have to show me that that pussy is a sweet little trap. Ooh, doesn't that feel like something? But it is. It's a sweet little pit, a little sugar hole, and I adore it. I want it. Mm -mm -mm. But you're going to have to show me that it's ready. You're going to have to show me that it's right. You're going to have to make yourself come right in front of me. Oh, I know. Don't you even get nervous. Uh-uh. Come on. It's okay. I've got your toy right here. Oh, who the fuck are you kidding? I knew you were ready for me the moment I came in the door. No. I have your toy. It's clean. It's charged. And here I will toss it right to you. <laughs> You should be lucky I didn't beam you in the head with that one. You're in such a fucking subspace right now, I could slap you with this thing from across the room and you'd still moan, wouldn't you? Oh, I love how embarrassed you get when you try and hide how turned on you are for me. And you are, aren't you? You're very turned on for me, aren't you? Daddy likes it very much. Uh, just have to rub my balls a little bit to get some of that pressure out. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> oh, was that too cheesy for you? Oh, what a shame that you're already fucking naked, aren't you? Mm, I thought about making you do this with your fingers, too. Oh, it's a little bit more challenging for you, but I love watching that toy go in and out. What it does to you. <laughs> I think you like it too. Even if you're being all shy right now and just trying as hard as you can, I think you like that I like the toy use on you just fine. I'm not in competition with the toy. The toy's not a replacement for me. The toy's just an extension of what I want. I could take any object and make you shove it in that pussy. Couldn't I? Mm-hmm. No matter how fucking degrading it is, I'd watch you scurry off and clean yourself afterwards, but you'd do it. You'd do it if you were turned on enough. You'd do it if it were the only way. You desperate little thing, aren't you? I don't need to call you a name. I don't need to use an angry voice. I've got you wrapped all the way up just like those pussy lips are about to take that toy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, fuck. Oh, I love watching you. You are so goddamn hot. I love what happens when your stomach contracts. 
Everything you try not to do for pictures, everything you try not to look like, it's all laid bare for me right now. What's actually happening to your body, the way it forces your ass cheeks out when they press against the ground, the way your tits move naturally on your back, and flow with the stimulation. Look in my eyes as you push that toy into you. Come on now. You don't get to look away from this. You made this happen, and you love it. Sometime later, you're going to think about my eyes just burning into yours, watching yours, while you push that toy in and out, and it'll make you just as horny as it's turning you on right now. I don't just want you to fuck yourself for me right now. I want you to fuck yourself for me in such a way that it makes you need to do it again when you take the memory out, when you think about it, when my voice triggers it in you, you hear me from a distance or it's been too long. I want you. Do you hear me? Mm. I know your pussy does. I know your pussy does. Come on, little screw motion for me. Come on, do something with the toy that I can't do with you. Mm. Push those feet against the ground. Push that ass against the ground. If I was on top of you right now, you'd be feeling those nerve endings getting some stimulation. Don't neglect them. Don't you just gasp and moan a little bit? Let those noises out. You can't tell me that you want to hear me all the time and then keep it all silent. That's not going to work for me. That's not going to work for me at all. You're going to let me have everything natural. Let it emit from you. Let it billow out. Now we're talking. Look at you. Look at you. I'm staring right at your body. I'm looking you up and down. I can see every crease. I can see every node. I can see every part of you. Ooh, but it turns you on, doesn't it? It doesn't always have to be in a dark room. Mm, didn't you always want a man who wanted you this much to look at you, to see you, to know how you would feel and react and everything else? Didn't you want to see it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you made me so hard. Oh, that moan when I said it. Hell yes, give it to me. Give it to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Use your ankles. Dig into that fucking floor. Show me. Show me. Show me. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Yes, you can. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Do it for me. In. Out. In. Out. Oh. Come on. Come on. Go, go, go. Go. Do it for me. Do it for me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Good girl. Good girl. Very good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Very good girl. Yes, you can. Good girl. Good girl. 
Very good girl. Yes, you can. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Yes. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Yes. 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 Don't worry. I won't tell anybody that you like to call me daddy. And I like to call you a good girl when you do what I want. Mm-hmm. Get that fucking toy out. Uh-oh, I said pull that fucking toy out. Come on. <laughs> oh, love what it does to your pussy lips when you come like that. Come here. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh. Oh, is that pussy sensitive? No. Is it? Well, then what a shame that you're going to fucking make me do this to it, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, it was so hard not to fucking grab it, pull it out, and stroke it right in front of you. But if I did that, the cum would be on you instead of in you. And I need to get this cum inside you. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, oh, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Oh, yes. I fucking want you so bad. Love being inside you. Uh. Grip me. Come on, grip me, goddamn you.
Come with your cum, goddammit, yes! Ah, oh, make me fucking come, make me fucking come, yes! Thank you for being you. I just adore you. I'm so lucky to have you.
very, very lucky to have you. I'm very lucky boy. I know it. Mm, mm, don't you laugh. It's your fucking fault. Your pussy has goddamn NyQuil laced in it. What the hell are you giggling at? Me? Well, I guess I must be funny then. Mm, mm, you're a lot of fun. Mm, I'm very funny. Mm. Oh, don't pout. You can be funny too. Mm, you know. And you're not quoting TV shows. Ooh, it's a good thing you just came twice, isn't it? What do you mean at least twice? Are you having stealth orgasms on me? <laughs>